There we go. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Women's Prosperity Networks. Be real, get real with Trish Farr. That's me. I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Thanks for joining us. Just get some, get a glass of water, cup of coffee, whatever it is that works for you. I do both. And just chill with us for the next 15 minutes as we have a good conversation about the people behind the business. That's what Be Real, Get Real is all about. Because we don't do business with businesses. We do business with people. And the more we know about those people, the more we engage with those people, the more we like those people, it just goes to, to reason that the more we like them, the more we trust them, and the more we want to do business with them. So it's about getting to know the real person. And my real person today is one of my favorite people. I'm gonna pull over here so I can see, and make sure I do exactly the perfect thing when I introduce this woman, because she is incredible. Catherine Yarborough, some of you know her, some of you don't, but if you don't, you are in for such a treat. And if you do, you know you wanna get your pen and pencil ready because she's gonna give you so many nuggets and you're gonna to wanna to write them down or get your little handbook. But let me tell you about Catherine. Her clients are super cool, on-purpose, heart-based entrepreneurs and small business owners. And those small business owners and entrepreneurs want to use speaking and understand the value of speaking to groups to attract clients. Whether that speaking to groups is on a Facebook Live or that speaking to groups is on a Zoom all over the country or all over the world, or it's standing on a stage. So that speaking to groups is gonna attract you clients, it's gonna grow your business so that your business is the one that your heart has been longing for and you will thrive. That's the most important thing. So what I'd love to do is introduce you now to Catherine Yarborough. Yay, I can hear the crowds. And the talking <laughs> in the crowd. I'm glad you are here with us, Catherine. Thank you so much for being with us. Of course, it's my pleasure. And you are so fun. I, I love the idea of the crowds roaring as yeah, I- Yeah, the crowd goes wild. This is the part I, I hear them all over. <laughs> That's great. It's so great to have you with me. You're so lucky you just came back from a two-week vacation, my friend. That's a wonderful thing. I'm not doing mine until December, so I have a ways to go, but that's a wonderful thing. And I know you love what you do, mm -hmm. and you make such a difference for people with showing them how to manifest clients, how to be their true, on-purpose self when they're speaking to people, so tell me a little bit, Catherine, I know, but let tell our, our fans, how did you get started doing what you're doing with the um, Manifesting Clients Academy, the uh, Vibrant Circle that you do? Just tell us a little bit of how did you get started in this? Well, way back when, I went straight from college to graduate school and I got a Master of Fine Arts in Dance. And while I was getting my Wait, master's, you said dance, right? Everybody got that? She has a master's of fine art in dance. She knows you had to manifest clients. I love this. 
<laughs> right. So while I was in doing this, I got exposed to lots of new ways of moving and being because it was there was opportunities to move and uh, expand my horizons while I was in graduate school. As a result, I had what I'm going to call a, a spiritual awakening. I experienced oneness. And during that spiritual awakening, I got the message, if you will, the download, the divine guidance to, to say to, that said, it is your mission to teach people how to integrate body, mind, emotions, and behavior. Back then, I didn't talk about spirit. That's what I talked about, mind, body, emotions, behavior. This is before holistic anything was known. It was before people talked about wellness. This was, I mean, it was budding, but not, it wasn't mainstream. Like I think of it as mainstream now. So I got that. And for the next 20 years, I was on this mission to figure out how to teach people how to integrate body, mind, emotion, and behavior. So because the message included that if we do that as human beings, we will have better lives. Right. Right. And that what's actually happening for a lot of us is that we have a body, mind, emotion, whatever split. We're not all connected. It's not all working together for many of us because of childhood experiences, et cetera. We're not going to go into all that. Anyhow, as a result, in my 20s, I had a master of finance with dance and I had this very esoteric mission and I was lost and confused. And I've shared before in other places that I experienced depression. We don't need to talk about that either. But what I will say is I also believe that I didn't have to feel bad and that nobody did because if we integrated body, mind, emotion and behavior, we'd all feel better. Right. And and I would. I went to the library and I got all kinds of books out. I learned about goals. That's when I started on this journey with goals, which we'll talk about in a minute. Right. So I'm going to try to fast forward through all of this. In my 30s, I went back to school, became a dance movement therapist. I worked in a hospital setting for a little over four years, almost four and a half, and then said, that's not right. I'm going to start a private practice. I started so wait, so before you do that. Dance movement therapy is meant to support patients in um, healing faster. Um, it is typically used as a psychotherapeutic modality that integrates movement and words. And I wouldn't say healing faster was anything. I, I didn't learn about healing faster. It's just a different way to access unresolved issues for people who were relatively healthy. Uh, some of the history of dance movement therapy includes that it was used way back when in the early 1900s, that feels like way back when, when people who had psychiatric conditions that they weren't verbal that it was a way for a person who was relatively healthy to connect through dance. They could use the movement and yeah, connect to a person through moving and dancing with the rhythm. And I never really went that direction. I have always well, there, been. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's a proven fact that movement connects you to your emotions. I mean, that's, that's yeah. what, 
that's what you're saying. And you became a therapist in that because movement has been proven to connect with your emotions, to connect that holistic thing. Right. So when you bring that into another plane, such as business, right? Oh my gosh, that is such a great connection that you made from what you did there and what you're doing now. Right. So, so when I developed my speaking skills, I was, I realized that for me, it was very easy for me to express myself as a speaker. And we know that when we're speaking, of course, like you said, in the beginning, we can reach more people. And if we're allowing our true self, our whole self, our integrated self to come out when we speak, the people in the room can feel us, but we can also just be that much more expressive. So we're also more interesting for people because emotions right. are coming through. Unlike what I like to say, the adult phase, when people are being the adult, they're adulting. <laughs> nothing changes it's like people there's so much more in you so yeah yeah so it's really cool how it's all connected and yeah yeah so for me I know so whenever I do you know we do at Women's Prosperity Network we do training on speaking and we talk speaking is like we know the number one way to grow your business and I, I hear two things I hear when I ask people, why do you want to build your skill here? The number one thing they say is I want to be authentic. Mm -hmm. I want to be myself, right? Which I, I love that because when you just said it, when you're authentically you, you come across, you're more interesting, you're more expressive. And the second thing is I want to be more expressive. I want to stop being so nervous that I'm in my body instead mm -hmm. of in my head. And I can have a good time while I'm doing this. And it sounds like that's the way to do it is to learn how to, you know, movement is the key, right? Yes. It's one of, it's one of the pieces that's the key. I So a year and a half ago, I downloaded a nine session program called Speak With Your Body that integrates all of that experience I had as a dance movement therapist with how to be a better speaker. And based on what I noticed that I was able, I am able to use nonverbals effectively and easily, congruently, authentically. I have been told for as long as I remember, Catherine, you're so authentic. You're so authentic. You're so, I mean, it's like everybody says that to me. And so I put together this program and shared it, started working with clients last year in 2022. And it was just phenomenal to see so many of my clients breaking free from the childhood or corporate conditioning that had them create habits of communication. That's the adulting, right? So, so we want to break free from that. And what happens when people work with me whether it's that program or like my upcoming group speak from your core two day intensive that's happening in October. I invite people to use movement a couple different ways. One is something that I call mindful movement where you close your eyes and you move different parts of your body and with your eyes closed, you can feel different sensations. So while you're moving, however you want to move, which opens up your expressiveness, 
you also get invited to notice the sensations, images, thoughts, and feelings. So you begin to integrate body, mind, emotion, and spirit. All those things. Those things. It's really quite beautiful. Then I take people through a process of using a variety of expressive movements and then using them with the vocal variety that goes with that those qualities. So it's quite powerful. It breaks the old habits of being the adult self who doesn't express herself or isn't as expressive and dynamic as you possibly could be to it breaks those habits. So folks and can be it. And it comes from doing different ways of movement and you can't just think it. You right. got to move it. You got to do it. And you got to, you create muscle memory with all that stuff. We all know about muscle memory. So you know, it's it's one of the most challenging things to teach people how to be authentic, move, expressive on a stage. It's so challenging to teach people that from a head perspective. You're doing it from a whole different place in the body perspective and getting it into your body. And it's so effective and it's the most effective way to do it. So make sure you go to manifestingclientsacademy.com. Find out about Speak From Your Core. And while you're there, I know you have a free gift that you you offer people as well. And all you have to do is click free there. Tell us about that. Well, actually, there's a few free gifts on there, but the one related to goals has to do with uh, the manifesting. It's a new manifesting client's new story. So it's the top one. When you click free, just click that. Oh, you can get any of the free gifts if you want. Yeah, to. get any of them. Yeah, yeah. But because, so let me go back to goals because I know we don't yeah, have much to talk about life. that because we, uh, one of the things you said was, you know, you had these, you knew what you were doing, but you were kind of, you went through a depression. It sounds like you weren't sure what to do next. So where does goals fit in all here for you? So way back when in my 20s, I learned all about how, how important goals are. And I set one year, three year, and 10 year goals. <laughs> I heard that that's something that they tell you to do. They yeah. tell you. Exactly. Exactly. So by my 30s, I realized that, well, I'm not sure about these 10 year goals, right? I'm not even sure about five year goals, or I'll try three year, one year and three year goals. Now that I am 62, just turned 62, I'm looking what? at the year day going, holy camoly, out of that. But anyhow, now I like to create uh, possibilities for one year. And then really set goals for three to six months because goodness sakes, who knows what's going to happen. And, and I like to look to the future, but for me over the years, I would say that not only did I not achieve my 10 year goals, I don't think I ever achieved my one month goals. I mean, I love goals. I have ever since my twenties, I've been setting goals and failing at goals. <laughs> I mean, you want to get real here. That's the truth. Yeah. And I've achieved a lot over my life. And, you know, we've talked a lot recently about what's happened in the past year with my two summits that I've done and, and the fun Facebook live challenge. And, you know, and, and I've got my vibrant entrepreneur circle plus the training, the speaker training that I'm doing. I mean, I, I have done a lot. Yes, you have. You added an entire new line of business. You're doing 
summits now where you make it so easy for people to be able to expand their reach and you do all the work and they pretty much have to show up. So that is wonderful too. So make sure you look at the summits while you're at um, Manifesting Clients Academy. So, but you know what, it's so funny to hear you say that because you and I have been working together one-on-one -on -one for a couple of years now and you accomplish almost everything you set your mind out to do. So to hear you say, you know, I try, I put possibilities out there and I've been failing at goals for so many years. You really are good at achieving them, I, I think. You don't feel the same way? <laughs> well, so, no, no. Like, for example, for my Vibrant Entrepreneur Circle, I have a goal of it having for me having 40 members in it. I, it's been a goal for a while. And uh, that's not the Facebook group, the Facebook, anyway, the Facebook group. Oh, um, gotcha. Yeah, that's not the Facebook group. It's my actual uh, membership community. Right. I'm around eight or nine members right now. Maybe it's 10. And so obviously there's some fluidities. Um, and I have not yet even gotten to 20. And so it's like, all right. Now, I want to say one thing about goals as an entrepreneur. And one of the things I've learned, just because we're here to share little tidbits here. One is that for me, I often create what I now think of as outcome goals. Those are typically our smart goals. Like by December 31st, there are 40 members in my vibrant entrepreneur circle. Or by October 10th, 15 or more people have registered for my Speak From Your Core two-day intensive, right? Those are SMART goals. And our WPN wonderful leaders teach us to do that regularly, and I so appreciate that. And then they invite us to create a plan to create them. Well, years ago, I started thinking of those as outcome goals because that's the outcome we want to experience. And then there's action goals because... People have said things like, well, I want to walk every day for 30 minutes. That's an out action goal. Or I want to go to two networking events a week. That's an action goal that lead to possibly outcome goals. Now, for me, so many of my outcome goals have to do with other people signing up for my stuff. <laughs> that I often feel powerless because I have no control over what other people do or don't do. Absolutely right. none. And that's that recognition is one of the things that helps me keep working with goals <laughs> and going, okay, well, what do I have control over? And I have control over my action goals. So I can create those. So there's there's outcome goals or action goals, and then what other kind of goals are there? Or are there any others? No, I don't I don't di differentiate with other goals. I mean, of course, there you can put them into smart goal format. Yeah, to me, it's all you know. What do I want the outcome to be? What do I want the result to be? And right. You know, and that's put. So how do you? So it's great to write them down and all that, but what's your secret for actually doing them? What's your secret for taking those steps every day to get to that goal? Right. So you actually have to want it. So one of the things that I do often is I ask myself what I really want. In fact, I wrote down some things about what helps me here. And I almost daily am asking myself, Catherine, what do you really want? 
what do you really want? What do you want to experience? What do you want to manifest? What do you want to do? What do you really want? What do you really want? I swear to God every day, what do you really want? (laughs) So that on a regular basis, I'm tuning back into what I really want. Yeah. And, and then from there, the action is easy if you really want it. If you're do if your goal is a should goal because you think you should do it, then it's less likely that you're going to do it because yeah. you don't really want it. Or if you're not tuning into that deep desire inside of yourself of whatever it is about that goal, that feeling of wanting that experience, that outcome, whatever, it's you're not likely going to do it either. What's the hardest goal you ever accomplished? The most challenging. So I am the thought that comes up is my book. My my book. Let's see. Book. Wrong way. Yeah, I so see it. Book. There it is. Yeah, keep moving forward. I don't know where this thing goes on where it doesn't no, go. It's anyway. there. I see it right behind you. You see it. Okay. So um it's probably not true that's the hardest one, but it's the easy, hard one that comes to mind right, right. now. Because that's a big, that was a big deal. I had probably at least three books that were, I'd written one page or three pages for prior to that one. And getting to the place of actually sitting down and getting that baby out and that first draft because what for me once I had the first draft and then going I mean it was effort to go back and edit everything but with the first draft I knew it was going to happen what helped me was that my future on purpose self told me to write it when my Mm -hmm. future on purpose self tells me to do something it's more likely going to happen because she's not shooting me she's inviting me to a bigger version of myself wow Wow, that was tweetable. Do you still say tweetable even though it's X now? That was tweetable. That was, you know, your future on purpose self is never shooting you. Your future on purpose, on my purpose self is only there to line up and support you. Wow, that so how do you tap into that? Do you does it just come to you like you 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 get downloads, but do they come in a in a meditation or how does that happen? <laughs> That's different. So um, I do get downloads, but that's different than asking my future on purpose self. So years ago, I started taking my clients on guided journeys to meet with their future on purpose self. It's really simple. First, it's about relaxing, then tuning into the field. Then I tune into things like the sun and the trees and how they have a purpose and then the feeling of purpose. So I just tune into that feeling of purpose. And then I then I open up to all the possibilities that are available to all of us for the future, for to you, not all of us, all of the possibilities available to me for the future. If I follow that sense of purpose, or if I follow what other people want me to do, or if I just be a vegetable and don't do anything. So I tune into that one path and her who actually keeps tuning in has kept tuning into following that sense of purpose which i experience in my heart and so i've practiced that guided journey enough by myself and with my clients that i can tune into her i can see her and ask her so i have a relationship with her with my future on purpose self and i can ask her things like uh 
does, do you want me to do this goal? <laughs> do you want me to produce summits? Do you want, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And during a guided journey, when I'm deeper in, I can ask her to show me what's the next um, thing I need to do on the journey of becoming, on my journey of becoming her. What's the next task I need to accomplish? And that was the book. She also told me I needed to grow my email list, which led me to do summits, which is why I've already hosted two summits and I'm planning another one for November and planning for in um, 2024 because she told me to grow my email list. And well, and she was right because you have grown your email list mm -hmm. in a much bigger way than you would have had you not listened to what she said. So the first step is getting quiet giving yourself time to just be and not do, do, do. I think that for, for me, that's one of the most challenging things is I'm always doing, 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 doing. It's, it's making room for that quiet time and kind of scheduling it, right? Yeah, I have to do it. I, I, I go insane if I, I mean, literally get miserable. I mean, insane might be a little strong of a word, but yeah. So we're yeah. all built differently. You probably get a lot more done on, on some level than I do, but I need to I need to take that journaling time to ask myself what do I really want, tune into my future on purpose, self, all those things, because otherwise I get unhappy. Yeah, I don't get more done than you. No question. I don't get more done than you. I know what you accomplish. And I think, you know, I always talk about making sure you nurture yourself, taking care of yourself. Um, Jack Canfield told me a long time ago that he takes every Sunday off, unplugs, does whatever he wants with his family, all that good stuff, unless he's traveling or has a class or something. And I took that to heart. So one day a week, I do an unplug. It's usually for me Sundays. And I know I'm way more productive during the week because of that. Now, when I also take 15 minutes to meditate every day, I'm exponentially more productive mm -hmm. so everything you're saying makes perfect sense i'm just telling myself now i have to schedule that i have to schedule that extra 15 minutes a day so thank you for the reminder and i'm reminding all of us who fall you know we have this great habit and then it falls by the wayside a little bit and that's where i am right now so i'm putting it back on my calendar to give myself 15 minutes a day just to be quiet to be with my future on purpose self and if you get nothing else out of this Catherine achieves what she wants to achieve because she's in touch with that inner knowing, that inner being, that inner person who's support the universe, God, Allah, whatever you call it, supporting you to get you where you want to go. So that lesson in and of itself is if you want to finish your goals, if you want to complete your goals, number one, you have to know, is this what I really want? Number one. And the way to do that is to get quiet and to find out the right thing. And then the second thing is actually then write it down and break it down into small pieces and get it done. And that's exactly what you do. Exactly. And you're more of a creative too. So for you to say, write it down is like, yay. <laughs> she writes it down. Oh God. Yes. Oh, I love to write things down. My my challenge is going back and remembering to go back and reread and reflect on that. In fact, 
just this morning, I was doing a really deep dive into what do you really want? And then I, I realized I want to go back over all of that and make sure it's I still feel in alignment with it later today, tomorrow. And that's trick when you can when I can get into alignment with something that I've said I really want that I wrote down and it stays. That's powerful. And that's that's the world I want to create for myself and my business rather than I want it now. Now I don't want it anymore. OK, three weeks later, I want something new. Well, <laughs> and like it that. all comes from you being in touch. And that's really the message that I'm getting is being in touch with where you want to go, what you want to do. Did I tell you she was great? I told you I love this woman. Is there anything else you want to share? I know you thought about this. Is there anything else, any last tips, last words you'd like to share with the audience? So surround yourself or find other people who are also moving forward, who will encourage you to keep moving forward. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. And it can start right here at Women's Prosperity Network, right? Yes, yes. Sometimes the people in your life don't exactly relate to where you are. And, you know, they may give you advice that isn't really good enough for you. So you can always be a part of this amazing community and you can join for free at womensprosperitynetwork.com. Catherine Yarborough, you are amazing. I think that everything you've shared, I even went a little long today because what you were sharing was so profound and so simple, yet so easy to just put it off, put it aside. So thank you for everything that you shared with us today about how we can be who we want to be and reach the goals we want to reach. And we can do it all in alignment with our authentic self. I urge all of you, go to manifestingclientsacademy.com, get your free gifts. There are many of them there. And of course, look at the upcoming training, Speak From Your Core. Like Catherine said, you're going to get in touch with your own wants, needs, and desires in a way that you never had before that will really, I know you hear this all the time, I really believe this, and I've seen it happen, change your life. Change your life. So, Catherine Yarbrough, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you all for being with us today. Appreciate you. And I look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Be Real, Get Real with Women's Prosperity Network. Make it a wonderful day, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>